0: And we're back. Welcome back to another Practice Makes Perfect podcast. Your favorite Fortnite commentator here, Monster D-Face, bringing you guys episode number nine. First off, I want to kick things off with saying thank you, boys, for checking out the episodes, downloading this thing, supporting us on our way up. Um, The podcast just broke two million listeners. Thank you guys so very much for the downloads, man. Can't tell you guys enough how much we appreciate your support, especially us embarking on this new podcast journey And today we have something special for y'all. As you can see from the title, we got a feature on, so we're going to be jumping into that shortly. But before we get there, uh, let's give the floor to the man himself, John W. Key Rush in the building. John, what's up, my brother?
1: What's up, what's up, family? I hope all my Zero Build legends are out there feeling good, feeling great. Uh, Shout out to the dad energy that is still in uh, Fortnite. Um, We just revealed the gender of our second child she's gonna be a girl so uh man send so many love Send the love and uh i love all our listeners love y'all
0: yeah sick sick john uh the the dad of many little ladies is just adding up here but let's jump over let's jump over to dj dj coming back of course as always we'll my brother we got some new tunes coming out from you today thank you for that bro
2: yeah if y'all were tuned in a little earlier when we started the stream uh Got a little beat in there for y'all, so if you didn't catch it this week, you'll probably catch it for the next few weeks as well, uh, so look out for that.
0: Yes, sir, yes, sir. Live, as always, on the channel here when we do these, but now to introduce our special guest, hailing in from England, 22 years old, approaching almost 50,000 followers now on Twitch, and hey, he's a top-ranked EU pro. He's up there. 11 KPR, smashing on the homies. Uh, Let's talk to this guy right here. We got at Archie himself. Archie, what's up, my brother?
3: What's going on, mate? It's great to be here. Fantastic to be on the stream. This is the first podcast I've ever done. So obviously just going to wing it a bit today, but uh, I'm excited, mate. I'm excited.
0: Man, look at you. First podcast ever. But not only that, you get to be our first feature as well. Almost like a historical moment for the practice makes perfect podcast. So honestly... We appreciate you, man, for, for jumping in and getting ready to do this journey with us.
3: Yeah, absolutely. No problem, mate. Let's crack on with it.
0: That's sick. That's sick. So, hey, man, out the gate, uh, we, we want to get to know you. Who is Archie? How did you get this name to, for, for Twitch and, and who you are as a pro player? Like, where does Archie come from?
3: Well, obviously, like, my name's, my name's Archie. Um, and so, originally, actually, I called myself Bot Arch. So, uh, so there's uh, Sajan, Sir Sir you see the guy on the chat. I used to play with him like two years ago, and my original name was Bot Arch, and I used to be TTV Bot Arch. I was so shit at the game um, <laughs> back then. Um, and then obviously I changed it to Archie FM, like Archie Fortnite and that. Um, managed to get partnered, mate, and then uh, Twitch, I don't know how, but uh, whoever had the name Archie on Twitch, just they got removed, like Twitch removed them since they got partnered. And so, yeah, I managed to get the name Archie, which is actually sick for the brand. Um, just get my name, you know? Yeah, yeah. I might have to swear on it, by the way, or preferably not.
0: You do your thing, man. Or you know, <laughs> yeah, this is exactly. you, brother. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, I can
3: be family friendly if you want. But.
0: <laughs> hey, man, we're. I'm not here to stop you. You have some fun. You know, at the end of the day, this is for people to get to know, get to know you, man, and and we we want your your most authentic self. Um, and just talk about that. I mean, you kind of just briefly we stated it there. You didn't expect to even get into Twitch and get partnered, like. That's kind of crazy to me. Um, were you always into competitive games and titles? Like, tell me about like your first experiences with gaming in general. What got you into gaming? Well,
3: I'd say like back, right back in the day on the old PlayStation with my brother and that, we used to play like WWE, Call of Duty, um, and I was always like trying to sweat out Call of Duty, like Modern Warfare Two, quick scoping, no scoping, you know, shouting at people in in, in the lobby chat. Um, and and like yeah, that is pretty much like my background in gaming is like Call of Duty, really, um, which is kind of strange. Like in theory, I probably should be a Call of Duty streamer, like, because um, of how much I used to play back in the day. Um, but yeah, and then Fortnite came out at uni, and suddenly me and my mate just used to like crush a load of Fortnite, and uh, and that was a new game. We never really went back to Call of Duty. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of my back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one really went back, and that was like the big thing. Everyone loved it, so yeah, that's, that's that's my background in gaming really. I, I like competitive wise I wasn't really competitive. Like nah, I wasn't I didn't really I've never really had an idea of what I was doing, playing any game really until actually playing Fortnite properly and taking it full time. Like even back at uni mate, I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, you know, like coming top one thousand in an event, like, like that just didn't happen for me. You know what I mean? And I'd always be like, on like one of those people who make excuses, like, ah, yeah, like would have done well, but this, that, this, that. And it's like, nah, you, you like, I got, I got fucking five thousand. Do you know what I mean? I <laughs> <laughs> was awful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, so okay, Fortnite is that your first, I guess, competitive title, like where you got in and you try to just really compete, and that happened by accident?
3: Yeah, I guess so. I mean. Well, the, the first time I can remember competing is when they first brought Arena out. And me and my mate like were loving it so much at uni. We stayed up to like 4 a.m. the first night playing Arena and we were really like, just one more game, just one more game. Loved yeah. it. Um, and then, yeah, tried to play competitively. Had no idea what I was doing. You know, streamed on Twitch, but, you know, no idea. Never really any proper aspirations to be a big streamer
0: or a competitive player, really. It was just a bit of fun. How did you, how did you get to even become a streamer, like, what was, what, what decided, what made you decide, I'm going to, I'm going to start streaming on Twitch. I'm going to go for this.
3: Yeah. So, so my mate at uni couldn't play one of the cash cups. So he was like, oh, i like whack up a stream and I'll watch you. And I was like, how the hell do I do that? Like, I had no idea. So I signed up. I think I first signed up on Mixer thinking that I would get. Oh um, no. More. Yeah. yeah oh. I, it'd be like, <laughs> I signed up on Mixer thinking I'd get more views because it's a smaller platform. So there's less streamers on it. But I didn't, I mean, I obviously I got absolutely no views, but he, he watched me there and, and he watched me on Twitch. Um, and I just used to stream like a solo cup every, every Tuesday that used to be to him. Um, it just used to be me and him in chat. Yeah, that, that was it, mate. Just, just a bit of fun at uni.
0: So when you would go live, you had no intention of actually just building it. It was basically just you and a friend. You were just like, dude, come watch it. And, and that's how you guys would connect?
3: Yeah, yeah. Mate, never. Yeah, I never had any... Yeah, I never had any aspirations to, to to be a streamer. I didn't, you know, I wasn't like making content and being like, oh yeah, I really want to make it or anything like that. Um, I remember looking at big streamers like Kura, you know, at the time he was on 60, 70 viewers. And I remember thinking, oh my God, like he's got all these people in his chat speaking to him. Like that must be crazy. Um, and I did want to be successful playing Fortnite, but I never... Knew how to be successful. I, you know, I just wasn't aware of the scene or the or anything at all, really. So yeah,
0: yeah. As we as we get a little like deeper into it, I definitely want to come back to that question about like what do you think makes you successful nowadays? And like we'll we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But um, I, I kind of wanna I want to wrap this in into a full circle. Then so you started competing. Um, at what point did you start finding success with your competing that you decided all right, I'm gonna continue to do this. Because now obviously you're streaming your events and you like to you know record it and get it all broadcasted, but like what at what moment did you realize okay this is kind of what I want to do and I want to get better at this?
3: Yeah, well um, it was obviously after I killed Nick in in his cup like so I, I basically um, I was playing like you know I was about I was actually about to get off I was streaming like box fight for for money you know like little two v two wages and stuff and my mate was like oh go go play the Nick A thirty cup and I was like mate I'm exhausted like it was like. It started at nine and finished at midnight for us. And so I was like, mate. And he was like, just play first half hour of it. In fact, I missed the first half hour of it. He's like, mate, just play half hour late. See how you do after a few games. If not just get off. And that, and that was it, mate. I accidentally won back-to-back games nine and 10. <laughs> what? Come 20. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was what was the,
2: the format of uh, the, the cup? Give a little bit more. It, it was like the biggest people. placement.
3: Yeah, like one point a kill, 50 points a win or something like that. It was like really placement heavy, which wasn't very familiar back then. Um, <laughs> But and obviously, obviously they do like more
2: play style at the time, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I hadn't
3: yeah. I mean I had no idea. It was it was when Stark was in the game, Stark, you know, that sure. uh, big yeah, gap. Yeah. And I, I mate, I landed there and like somehow accidentally killed some bloke of spawn and just won it like randomly. I got so lucky, mate, like genuinely so lucky. Um and then in the endgame, I, I hit like I, I impulse randomly, basically landed in the back pocket of the Garn height and killed him, right? Shaking everywhere. And I was going, oh, my God, I'm going to quote, I'm going to quote. And uh, basically quoted. And then, yeah, so that was like my first bit of success. Um, And and I, but then, but I was still shit at the game. Like, I was awful. The <laughs> so, months after that, awful. All
0: right, but so so then you killed Nick A30 in his own tournament? Was it at the same day, like during your qualification run? Yes,
3: yeah, so that was, so the, the qualifiers were, were 9 till 12. And then the finals were like, 12:30 to 3:30 in the morning so I just you know scooped up coffee sugar just quickly swirled it around and was down in that um yeah yeah that was a late one
0: then that that's kind of crazy uh so through through all that did you find that like your chat started to grow or like your community began to grow more attention was on you and then that did, ultimately was the deciding factor like wait a second yeah. I actually have some people here
3: yeah, yeah, absolutely. So so I had never seen anything above 10 viewers, really. And if I had 10 viewers, I'd be going, oh, my God, there's 10 people in my chat. Right. I went up to, to 2,700 viewers what? on that stream that night, yeah. What? And I couldn't read anything in my chat. Like, it was just crazy. And then, and then I tweeted out an apology video, and then I went live after that. And everyone quite liked the apology. Like, they seemed to, like, accept it kind of thing, um, which at the time, I, I was... I was just at union, didn't give a shit really, and it was just a bollocks, apology You know, like typical, like ah, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> like didn't really mean it. Um, and then yeah, yeah, went up to like for a good few days after that because of the YouTube videos being made on it. My Twitch was getting like 800 followers a day, you know, go from yeah, and I went up to like six thousand, seven thousand followers in a in three or four days. And I was streaming, and I mean, I, I made my uni degree took a bit of a hit because I'd get on every day, I'd be like, oh, I've got to go live, like just go live. I was play arena. And I just, you know, I had 30, 40 viewers. So, and I had, like, from that, I had, like, a 30, 40 viewer average. And people really enjoyed watching me. And, like, I would speak to everyone. And I loved speaking to everyone in chat, you know, like, just speaking and just interacting with them. Um, and that is how it started um, at uni, yeah. And then, but it still, I didn't want to go full-time from there. It was like, I still had, like, seven months of uni left. And, and, um, and yeah, and I just consistently kind of ticked away it, you know.
0: So uh, I was just going to say like it's kind of wild to me to think that like Nick A's 30s community the the nicest guy like on the platform arguably was the community that was being like almost toxic towards you cuz you killed their favorite streamer like and yeah, then kind of yeah. forced this whole this whole situation to go down um I mean I'm I'm happy it worked out so I guess did you ever finish school? Like, do you have a degree from university? Yeah. Like, how's that all looking like?
3: Yeah, so I got a, ma- a degree in maths from uh, the University of Exeter, which is in the southwest of England, if you know okay. it. Um, but yeah, I did. I did finish that, and I streamed every day. I literally streamed every day, um, and and like, I mean, like the thing is, I, I it was in lockdown, so like, I hadn't. I would wake up, my PC was next to my my bed. You know, I do online Zoom calls. With maths uh, lecturers, and I'd have to do maths, and then two o'clock would come round. I'd be like, "Ah, oh, fuck it! All right, <laughs> get up, stream labs." You know, like go live, and that was basically my life for a good few months, just going live every day.
0: I mean that that people don't understand like how much work goes into streaming. I think I think there's a misconception, right, that you just oh you're just playing games, or oh you're you know what I mean? You're just you're just talking to chat like this is all easy. Um what like how would you rate your experience being a streamer like obviously it, that's a lot of hours that's a lot of um mental right that that has to go into like finishing class you probably want to sleep or just chill but you're like no i gotta go live like i'm gonna put in some work
3: yeah yeah especially at uni i, I had to sacrifice like possibly go into the gym a bit um sacrifice a bit my work as well if i wanted to sack off a few lectures or just and and like I started a thing where I'd go live at 11 o'clock in the morning and do a gym stream from my room. This was like peak lockdown times. Um, And everyone remembers I had a set of dumbbells and a bench and I just did everything with it. You know, like I was like overhead press, doing squats, deadlifts, whatever I could. And they started to really affect my uni work. Like the amount of hours I was putting in. The idea was that I'd train from 10 to 11. Then I'd do work from 11 till five. But it just didn't work out, mate. Um, And it is, you know, like on top of the hours you've got to do streaming, um, there's so much other stuff to it um, on, you know, tweet, tweeting, answering DMs, meetings with people, orgs, you know, stuff like that, which wasn't so, wasn't as prominent as uni. Uni pretty much, I just streamed, didn't care. But when I, when I come home full time, there's a, there's just so much to it.
0: Yeah. I can only imagine. I mean, I've definitely been there where it just starts to ramp up. And then all of a sudden you realize like, bro, like I'm putting all of my time into this and I almost, one, I can't not stream. Cause you know what happens when you don't stream, you start to lose viewership and, it's like a dude, it can go downhill so fast. And it's almost like you yeah. work extremely hard to get there and then you want to you do everything it takes to kind of hold on to it. Um, What would you say would be like the biggest obstacles you had to overcome throughout that entire transition or that period? Was it just putting in the energy to actually finish university? Was it more so now trying to like maintain it and upkeep it? Like at what, what do you think has been the, just as a whole, even in today, like what's the biggest obstacle when it comes down to being a streamer uh, for you right now uh, like, that could even be like the social pressure of like trying to maintain yeah. like professional gameplay like what is it that you feel like right now is probably like the biggest thing uh, that there people are, don't really get to hear about i think
3: so i think the first thing if you want to be a streamer the first thing is consistency like you said if you stop streaming your viewers go watch someone else and then and then they have a decision to make when you come back you know what i mean are they going to watch you or are they going to watch this other person that's how i vision it in my head that is the first difficult thing but luckily, I'm now full-time and I don't really take days off of streaming very rarely. And if I take a day off, I always tweet on Twitter what I'm up to. Like, if I'm going out, you know, if I'm going out with mates or if I'm doing something, everyone, I'm like, it's like, a, you know, it's seven days a week, isn't it? But now, I would say my biggest obstacle is realizing that I can't put all my eggs in one basket and have, you know, like, yeah, great, I've got 50,000 followers on Twitch, good community. But that, that, doesn't, that doesn't make me um, financially stable if i get banned from twitch you know all i have is twitter you know so so now the the biggest the most difficult thing is kind of like getting onto instagram getting onto youtube getting onto youtube shorts getting onto TikTok, and keeping myself relevant on five different platforms you know i mean i think that is the, the difficulty in streaming especially when you know when you get a step up from me and you have a few hundred thousand followers you know you can afford to pay someone to organize the whole thing which is kind of what i'm trying to do now is what i'm spending going to be spending a lot of money on but that definitely is one of the biggest struggles it's trying to stay relevant on probably five different platforms. Yeah,
0: people people really don't understand that. That's almost the success to the longevity, right? Is is you like like you said, you start finding success, but if you want more success, you have to even do more. And every platform requires like more dedication, more time, more finesse. People don't even realize like TikTok content or even Twitter content. You have a successful Twitter, like Twitter. Twitter is just different. Like Twitter, people just feed off of like almost drama. Right? Like, it is a very particular type of way to grow on every platform. Um, And people don't understand that. How many? So, I guess I'm going to put it like this. When did you start streaming? How many years have you been doing it now? So, November 2019, I
3: started streaming. Then, November 2020 is when I killed Nick. And I went up to like 30 average years. (laughs) When I killed Nick. Ever since then. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then, ever ever since then, it's like every day from streaming from then.
0: So, you're not even technically like, two full years doing it yet and to me to me it's actually incredible that you already recognize and have noticed like oh i got to do these things if i want to stay relevant or stay successful or get to the next level um there's people that stream for years and they don't even it never clicks that these are the other things that kind of will make you successful or separate you from the pack and i think that's probably the reason why you've grown so fast like you have because yeah whatever like a chance occurrence help you get that initial start but you anyone can get that 30 viewer bump or whatever not many people are going to take that to hundreds if not thousands like you have so you definitely have something special um like how many people on average do you stream to nowadays
3: uh i think about 400 average at the moment um the over like the last 30 days but like that's like i stream every single day you know so like oh in tournaments it's, it's not um rare to see me at 600 700 right. each, you know, depending on how well i'm doing so so yeah that's kind of what we're at and it's amazing like i remember at uni like my last game of cash cup i had 85 viewers and i was like shitting myself going Fuck, like 85 people <laughs> yeah. watching me you know what i mean like it just it changes like that yeah it's all it's all hard work consistency so
0: I don't know if you ever thought about this way, Archie, but when you have, you know, 400 people, 500 people in your chat, that's like a full auditorium worth of a... like literal viewers sitting at home, like in and, and 400 viewers, guys, it's not just 400 viewers. It's actually thousands of people coming in and out because, you know, I'm only going to watch for five, 10 minutes and then, you know, I'm going to jump out. I'm going to come back. Like, think about that. Like that's hundreds of people doing that around the clock. So to have like, to maintain like hundreds of average viewers, it's actually thousands of people that are checking out on a day to day. So, yeah, it's, yeah. it it's actually wild. Um, so at what point did you go full time? Are you currently full time? Like, is is live streaming like your bread and butter? This is is it's it right now? Yeah, yeah,
3: fully. Um, so I finished uni in June last year, and I had 50 average viewers. And I basically I explained to my dad right that like I, I currently have 80 subs, and if I can get a thousand subs, then I get like two grand a month, and it's enough. To wow. Live. And I was Great. so naive. Ni- yeah, yeah, that was so naive of me. <laughs> like I had no idea. Do you know what I mean? And I was like proper worried. And I went full time, and and I now you know have realised that actually a lot more of your money comes from brand deals and org stuff and sponsorships rather than relying on subs which is which is actually quite nice so i'm not begging my chat for subs even yeah, I, exactly. said, I beg i beg them for subs <laughs> <laughs> same thing but, but, uh, for
2: yeah. uh artists and musicians a lot of people think that they they get their money from their record label their deals that's 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 not the case you're gonna get the money from your sponsors um tours merch stuff like that that's where you're yeah. making your bread yeah. and butter and it's about
3: branching out and having that network yep you know like there are a good few streamers in in EU that are probably a similar size to me, you know, around about that, that, that could, you know, and we're all technically competing for those, for those sponsorships. So it is just a competitive network and you have to, it's about who, you know, really rather than, yeah, it's about who, you know, to be honest.
1: Yeah. I was have curious, you I was going to ask, ahead, just speaking of obstacles and all, all three of us live in, in America. I know here in, in the States, it's getting a little bit more socially acceptable. Like there is, there is.
2: Hang on, John. hang what? on, John. We got we got some going on in the chat right now.
0: Whoa, 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 <laughs> what? Whoa, 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 Man, we just got we just got oh, rocked with shoot. the Vino raid. Vino, that's, that's... thank you, bro. Thank you silver so Yo, shout out to Archie, man. He, he, you know, Vino. This is Vino's homies right here. You want it? You want to give him a little shout out, Archie? <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Well played. Yeah, uh, well played. Thank you, Vino. How did he? Anyone know how he got on? Anyone know in chat how he got on? Did he? Did he end up winning or what?
0: Vito's competing right now guys for those of you guys listening at home so I am assuming his tournament just ended and he just slammed all the viewers into here 86 points going fifth into last game Damn. not bad.
3: Oh rough okay well uh, well played ho- well played.
0: Hopefully you got a hopefully you got a top 10 pulled out of that. But um yeah John you're you're kind of diving into like yeah some some deep stuff there.
1: Yeah yeah well I I love I love like understanding what someone had to go through to get where they're at because I think a lot of times people only think about Uh, the forward progress instead of the the obstacles that they have to kind of like plow down and i didn't know if like from in being like culturally in in england your experience were your was your family supportive is there like a natural momentum to doing this i know like when i was in high school trying to pursue esports it was very unheard of now 13 years later it's starting to get starting to catch on more did you have any like personal like relationships or just cultural conflict that kind of made it difficult to, to grind and rise up like you have.
3: Yeah. I mean, if like COVID helped it a lot, really, because at uni, I, you know, I was out all the time with my, with, with my mates out all the time. And I was always doing stuff in the gym out and obviously COVID kind of allowed me to do this, you know? Um, but as, as in terms of like issues and support with parents like my parents, um, couldn't believe it like I remember calling my dad and being like look dad look at this YouTube video and stuff like that but they don't really understand it and like before they have had issues with me gaming and I like, need to get on with my work and you know um yeah. but but my mates my mates love it you know my mates are very supportive um and my parents like they were very supportive and they you know they said yeah go full-time give it a year um and and so I'm kind of lucky in, in that respect. Respect, but the first like when they started to actually understand it is when I went to DreamHack in Sweden back in mm-hmm. November, and they watched me compete, and they had kind of started to understand, yeah. you know, a bit about Fortnite, not loads, but a little bit about watching it, about like the fans, about the viewers, about how you know, and Just like in the,
2: general, yeah,
3: you know, and the network of people that I was with, and and my mum now follows me on Twitter and has an understand, you know, she she knows yes. like a few people, and and like yeah, and then that is where it becomes really supportive. Um, does, and they does love that change?
0: It, yeah. Does that change how you tweet now? Cause your mom follows you on Twitter? <laughs> Great question. No, right. no, at all. no at all. <laughs> hey, that's
3: over. No, that's over.
0: Hey, hey, right. listen, I gotta I gotta ask, man, cause like, yeah, I feel like if if my parents are following me, I would probably be more cautious. <clears throat> I will say this. My my dad and my mom did not support me at all wow. jumping into gaming and esports. They they didn't understand it. And where I come from, like, you know, we grew up just honestly with, without much, like super, super poor. Um i had a job like a regular job and like bro where i'm from like you got a job like that's a really really big deal Like you have some kind of income that that is legit uh they were just they thought i was crazy leaving my job to go full time i was also naive like you i was like dude i got 200 subs well if i go full time i'll just have 400 500 and i'll be okay um Luckily, it did work out for me that way, but I did realize that is not how this works, and it took me much longer because I started doing this ten years ago. So back then, there was even less sponsors, less people watching this. It it was it was very very hard, Um, and I was stupid to think it was just going to work out so easily. But I feel like I almost feel like I'm looking at an accelerated process, like because, like you said, you know, the pandemic and stuff kind of sped things up, and. It's, it's given so many more people like this opportunity to really take this serious and, and go for full time and then find success. And I feel like you're finding success so fast. And you're so much smarter than I was like when I started, like straight up. It took me five years to figure out, dude, I need to just go get sponsor money. Like, what, what am I doing <laughs> yeah, over yeah. here? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? There's, there's a lot more
3: information available now, though, like than there was 10 years ago. Do you know what I mean? Like now, you know, there's, everything's on YouTube or TikTok or, or everything. You know, it's quite straightforward now.
0: Do you have any mentors in this space that kind of like help you with Great these question. like little nuggets yeah. like that you've kind of picked up? Because I feel like, like I said, I feel like, you know, so much. in such a short period of time that like, you could talk to a lot of other Fortnite players and stuff, dude, some of them tweet out the craziest things. They do not understand that this is their brand. Like, this <laughs> yeah, is their, yeah, brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they literally burn bridges, bro. I watch it yeah. all day long. And that's why like, I'm almost like the dad of the community. Like I, I yell at them. I, I know they hate when I do it sometimes, but I, I call people out. Cause I'm like, oh you're not doing this right like at all yeah, you're so far yeah. from doing it right yeah but like yeah, and, yeah do you and, have and any mentors
3: yeah i yeah i have some some uh so there's a lady called Anne and she's like a uh, she's from norway she um basically used to be like the biggest blogger in norway and kind of a similar stuff you know social media instagram snapchat all of that kind of stuff and she basically um kind of liked my streaming union she really helped me out you know like even if it was just telling me about an experience she had when she ended up being right about so much stuff I bet. um that happened and like you know brands are going to say this to you people are going to say this this is how you need to tweet this is how you need to hold yourself this is the email you need to send you need to be contacting brands you need to be posting on tiktok you need to be doing this you need to be doing that don't say that on stream do this do that and honestly the advice that she has given me is is a, a decent um you know like uh, part of the reason that i am here today genuinely like it was unbelievably helpful um and aside from her i've also had a guy called josh viney who um is like you know he's in guild now managing uh he's like a uh academy scout manager something like that in guild he's given me a lot of advice um along the way and and uh i've just recently signed with an agency and they're fantastic with content they're, they're, they're like really um really switched on with it really organized you know so so that's like that's given me an extra boost. But before that, this this lady Anne was pretty much like just spot on with everything she said. So informative, so helpful. Yeah. shout
0: out Ann. Yeah. Yeah. Shout yeah. out Ann. Yeah, shout, yeah, shout, <laughs> shout out to Ann. <laughs> See, people. That's the thing, John. Like people, I felt like you were gonna jump in there, but people just don't understand. Like, yep. You could you could just tell like someone like Archie is is definitely thinking different. You kind of maneuver different. That's why I'm happy I got you on here because I feel like you speaking about it is going to influence and inspire other people in your position that like, you could be edgy, you could have fun, you could have a dope community and be yourself, but do it the right way. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And what you were saying before about people burning bridges and that, I think there's like a certain, there definitely is a certain level of immaturity of, you know, like people who haven't necessarily worked and just, you know, take the money for granted um like vino mate honestly has no idea what he's doing like he just he doesn't give a shit do you know what i mean and it's like i used to work on site and mix concrete you know what I mean? and get you know um work in the rain i remember like working in the rain once clearing out someone's garden and it was like 400 like tubs of dirt i had to put on my shoulder and go in the skip and by the end of the day i couldn't put my hands above my head my fingers you know my hands were worn out and i was absolutely exhausted and that and i got 80 quid for that do you know what i mean so then Going from that to being able to sit in here and do a sponsorship for eight hundred pounds, It's just—it's in perspective, you know. Whereas Vino has no real idea of how the world works.
2: (laughs) I mean, mean, situation because yeah, when I'm not doing that, I'm out cleaning gutters, getting on ladders, you know, working my tail off. But then I can come and do something like go on a tour and DJ and have the ability, you know, to. To do something what the way i love it and i think you bring so much value to the community because you know you've gone to school you're a little bit older than these younger cats and and they're even though some of them maybe have a bigger following you know longevity wise they're learning a lot from you so
3: yeah but yeah, i hope so yeah
2: yeah i mean so
1: the best hope is that like there's always a saying and i think it's true right you got to learn from your own mistakes but I feel like the people who have like big growth, like yourself, Archie, you learn from someone else's mistakes. And it's like, I, I'm just of the belief that not everyone has to learn through failure. You can learn through someone else's failure and through someone else's success.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, um, yeah, I, look at, I actually do look at people who used to have a load of viewers and I kind of go, right, what happened there? Because I'm in the same position they were in and what went wrong? And usually it's always comes down to consistency. Like, people, you know, the main thing is they people stop streaming and they fall off. Like, that's it. Or, or, yeah, yeah, basically, that is kind of what I figured out. So I make sure that I just stream every day, no matter what I'm doing, you know?
0: Yeah, even even if it's, like you said, just to kind of show up, say what's up, or or like you said, maybe include, like, some of that IRL component, right? Like, hitting a workout stream. Like, I, right, you know, I literally don't want to play games today, but I want to work out. I could make a little bit of content out of this and – your audience will appreciate that. Even if you don't even get the same big viewership, that helps keep that retention, which I think yeah. is super important. And allowing your fan base to kind of see that other side definitely makes a difference. I mean, even jumping on this podcast, I'm sure a lot of people are learning more about you and probably thinking like, hey man, this this guy's got a brain on him and his journey was you know, something that maybe they didn't get to hear um, so often. I wanted to ask you, looking back now, is there anything you would have told yourself when you kick things off, like jumping into this, maybe to you know shape yourself to to be even better than you are today or or maybe some some problems or issues you could have avoided like what would you tell yourself back then almost just like kicking it off like you know 3 years ago
3: yeah well obviously i never planned to do this right but what i haven't I haven't made oh, touch with i haven't made any huge mistakes i think one thing is probably getting on the the TikTok grind earlier would have been good for me um, because you could post like six TikToks a day if you can make the content like anyone can be big on TikTok nowadays you know and you don't right. really realize it until you, you kind of start using TikTok and like if I, if I didn't do Twitch and I, I probably would try and do full-time TikTok and I wouldn't I would, it wouldn't be gaming I would try and brand myself as a person there you know um, so that is probably um, one thing that yeah I would have gone back and I had done like get on TikTok six six TikToks a day you know grind plan it all out you know like you can make 100 TikToks a week and you will grow massively, you know? You put in more work than anyone else, you will grow as long as the contents good. So, so probably, what yeah.
1: what do you think stopped you? Like if you had to like backwards like process, like what hindered you? I know for me when TikTok first came out, it was so uh dance heavy is like how it felt. And that's just super not super not my vibe or my space. But I kinda I let that psych me out instead of figuring out how to use my gift and put it on a new platform. For you, was it was it something similar? Was it just not scaling the team like you said? Or what what do you think held you back?
3: Right. Mine was my brain would go crazy trying to think of like, right, yeah, I'll I'll start TikTok, right? But then my brain goes, Yeah, what about YouTube? What about Instagram? What about Twitter? What about this? What about that? And and like and and trying to think of all these things at once actually actually fucked my uh uh productivity up, probably. Do you know what I mean? It's like when you're that size, you know, stop caring about, you know, having to post on YouTube, and, you know, and, and having to post on Instagram, you know, and, and, or choose one, that is probably it. Do you know what I mean? Like my brain was like trying to just do everything and it just was like a mental blank. I couldn't, I didn't have time at uni, but when I got home, the same thing, I was trying to edit my own videos. And then I was trying to edit my own TikToks and eventually I was, and then like, I would have no time to myself. Do you know what I mean? Whereas okay. now it'd be like, right. Okay, do your, do your six hours of Twitch stream. Come off and make three TikToks, you know do you know what i mean like and then focus on that i mean now i pay people to do it but back in the day yeah
0: what about what about youtube are you currently pursuing growth on youtube as a platform
3: well obviously youtube's like a long hard grind i haven't found my niche there yet and i'm kind of relying on my twitch to obviously pick it up um and i used to post on youtube quite a lot but it would take me like three hours to edit a video then make a thumbnail. I, I, do you remember? Do you remember that tweet? Do you remember the tweet where I yeah. took A30's thumbnail and put? My yeah, face that on was it? hilarious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. So, so like, like I just was just doing it any way I could.
0: I forgot what like, I tweeted there, but I had to. I basically had to yeah, pull your card yeah, now. I was yeah, like, Yo, what is this? <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, you can't be doing that, Arch. You're something with a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what yeah. it was. I was like, Arch,
0: you cannot be doing this, bro. Like. <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs>
3: Like, yeah, was, uh, was I,
0: I'm only, I'm only going to use this as a why, guys. Just think about it like this. And this is, you would be properly probably upset as well. Like, if you paid an editor, like, $50 or $20 to make a thumbnail, and then people go and recycle it or whatever. um, That's how I met my first editor, by the way. He showed me a thumbnail, and it so happened to be my own thumbnail I created. And he, like, he just stole it, and he used it on another guy's channel. And I was like, yo... You can't do this. Like, what are you doing? And then from there on, we became really tight. He became my personal editor and I schooled him through everything that he knows today. And now we run a media business together, Movement Digital. So it's crazy how that path went, but that was yeah. hilarious when I saw that. I was like, yo, Archie's Archie's crazy. He's just trying to get his confidence." <laughs> wow.
3: Yeah, Yeah. Well, it was like, it was, oh, it was actually right as the new season came or the new chapter. That, and like, I had a, like a Photoshop pack of stuff and there was nothing that I had in the new chapter. Like I was going on Google and trying to do like the, the little thing that selects the object in the, in the thing and delete the background. I couldn't yeah. get anything to look good. So I just <laughs> neat <need> this. <laughs> but I've um, just waxed my head over it and just made it massive. <laughs> wow. That's so, yeah. actually hilarious. Yeah. Um, so- but, sorry. Yeah. Now for YouTube, yeah, Sorry. Now for YouTube content, I've signed with an agency who are going to organize the whole thing for me. It's very expensive, but I think it's time to, to just invest massively in it. When I say yeah,
0: I mean at this point, you definitely understand that. Like I said before, every platform it, it just takes its own finesse, right? And you put a little energy into it, and you start to learn it. Um, you'll definitely find success there. Uh, and like I said, the fact that you already have that momentum on Twitch, like that is that is big. I I, I wish I could dig deeper into what you said about looking at channels that basically went through a decline and then figured hmm. out yeah. you know, what, what you picked up from that. I know you said a lot of it is consistency, but I feel like there's there's definitely more there because we've seen people remain equally as consistent, but not necessarily find growth. And I'm not going to call anyone out in our scene because there's a couple people right now that are still actively trying to work hard, um, but they're not growing. They're actually going backwards. Um, I want to say, I want to spin this in a positive direction, I guess, is what what is what do you think allows your channel to continue to grow although you haven't really changed your content like you've been doing somewhat of the yeah. same thing right you're you're playing professional you're definitely you know still doing some IRL stuff and and you're kind of evolving your content um but what do you think yeah what do you think it is yeah. for your channel right now that's that's working yeah. best
3: for you right so i had a deep think about this back at uni and i and i would always and i would always so what i found is that people on twitch love new stuff like if i tweeted out you know, when I was doing something totally new, like I don't know, I'm, uh, oh, I don't know. Let's what what could I be doing? For an example, I'm in the gym. You know, not my home gym, but I'm in a new gym. You know, and because it'd be a new gym, like a um, you know, a mates gym or something, more views would come in. You know, or if I tweet out like, right, I'm in London and I've gone live or something, and and you get loads of viewers and you know, so people love new stuff. So I kind of took that idea, and I don't have the same webcam overlay for more than like three months to keep it fresh and you get, and like, I think, I could be bollocks in here, right? I could be just be waffling, but I think, every time I pay for like a new webcam over, it's something small, but it's like just a bit of a refreshing difference, you know what I mean? Like the, you tune in every day to exactly the same thing and it can get boring. So so there's like a few ways that I try to, you know, mix, change my content up a bit or keep it fresh. So new graphics um, that just make your, your, in your brain, you just feel that looks fresh. That looks, you know, a nice update, you know, a bit fresher next thing is a slightly different stream so like in uni i had the gym stuff and then obviously going on a night out on stream i've done cooking on stream as a one-off and it's just about keeping it fresh and keeping an interest in your content you know it's very difficult Um, the small things really yeah yeah the small things yeah exactly yeah the small things yeah I agree yeah. with you. Yeah.
0: I agree with you. And I almost want to just reinforce that. Keep that up. That's definitely a, I think a secret recipe that people don't understand. Back when I was doing uh, full-time streaming, I was successful at it. That was one of the biggest things. I would do a paint night. I would invite audience to like just do stuff like that. And then I would do like a night where I'm just like lecturing people or a night where, you know what, we're going to have um like horror game night. And then like every Wednesday for like maybe 2 weeks or 3, you know, every other week, we'd play like a scary game on stream and you make almost like an event out of it um yeah that is something yeah. that people don't realize i feel like almost like streamers realize it too late i think they go about it almost the wrong way they think oh my new needs to be i need to play a brand new game like i'm gonna go become valorant number like when that's not really it like it's more so you just gotta tweak things like small things or just yeah, like yeah. layer in new things um so you kind of you kind of i guess hinted at uh you know your your thought process behind that i guess what is next? I feel like you've been kind of dabbling in what might be the IRL space, and I I know I know that I think deep down inside you probably feel that way. Like you could be successful doing that too.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, I I do love the IRL streaming. So obviously that that kind of kicked off going out clubbing in Sweden. Um, when I had like eight hundred people, a thousand people watching me go for the club, and it was so funny. Like, what? You know, um, should you know like what should we drink and like. I think these kids as well, like it's been COVID and those who have turned 18 still haven't been to clubs. They have been now, but like everyone's been inside for a bit. Kids haven't been in a club and they want to see like, you know, what goes on when you walk through their doors. And like, you know, there's like a, a table you can gamble at and there's drinks and there's women and they just love it on stream. You know, so, so yeah, I do love the IRL streaming and, and like, you know, I, I then booked another trip to Copenhagen and walked through and I do really enjoy it. I, I see myself when I'm a bit more... um Stable across everything, you know, and everything's kind of running itself a bit more. I do see myself going abroad a bit more and doing a bit more IRL stuff, um, but it requires money. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, really.
0: like when you say when you say stable, is that like how do you, how does how does that come to your mind? Like, what is stability? Is that like okay, I have an organization, you know, let's just say sign me, so now I have like a, a an income that's coming in consistent. I know I'm going to have that for a year, or you know. Like, is it, I got more sub now, maybe I can start trying new things. Like, at what point, for you, like, what is that level of stability? Is everyone has a different level of, like, what yeah. is comfortable, what is stable.
3: Um, yeah, well, so at the moment, I don't feel like I can take time off, right? Because I I feel like, obviously, I, I, I'm on, like, a, a, a two-legged stall at the moment. I have a good Twitter and have a good Twitch. Do you know what I mean? And I'll be more stable when my YouTube is running itself, you know, and I've got... You know my TikTok's running itself, and then suddenly I have a big following, and I'm relevant on all platforms. Like a, you know, like this kind of thing. You know, like a big pool of people, and then go. You know what? This weekend, instead of playing the the, the solo tournament in Fortnite, I'm actually going to go to to Marbella and go do a stream out there. Do, do you know what I mean? So that is probably what what stability. Yeah, what stability is for me? Like, I, I I've got to remember I've only, I've only got fifty thousand followers. Yeah, I've only got fifty thousand followers, and in the grand scheme of things, that isn't that much on Twitch. So it isn't the time to start fucking around. You know what I mean? Like, and doing you know, I do a few new things, but it's not like I can go away for a week. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. But I also want to rephrase this in another way, just so that you understand how much value you have. You have 50,000 followers and you average, let's just say, four or five hundred concurrence. There are people with triple your numbers that still only average four or five hundred concurrence or even less. Um, and their problem was they thought you could like wait and wait and wait and get to the certain point instead of taking a risk. So I'm not necessarily saying that you need to just do it because you're not going to get to those points. But I will say that like a following is literally an arbitrary number. Um, trust me, as someone who's done 10 years, like I almost have 300,000 followers on Twitch. Now they don't mean anything. Like my concurrence are dead low because I don't stream anymore, but I've taken massive risks. I almost I almost like exchanged my Twitch following for the businesses that I run now and yeah. this platform that I'm on, but that's all due to risk and it's due to understanding the space. But it was also coming to the realization that like time value how much time you have to put into your Twitch channel versus maintaining it and then to hit growth is insane so you do have to weigh out you know how much you put in different areas um, and I will just tell you that it it will never matter how much actual followers you have it's more so I think your timing and you have to be wise with I guess your strategy and how you approach that time yeah. to try new stuff
3: yeah, yeah 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 no that's good advice actually Like, I need to to be gunning for the viewership rather than the followers then,
1: you know? The other thing that I I think is fascinating about you, Archie, like content is, is about a personality, but sometimes we forget about the person within the personality. And I just think that you do things, whether it's from your fitness to your education, to even like the fact that you seem to have a pretty okay relationship with your parents, obviously not everyone always has access to all the same healthy habits healthy structures like i didn't have that growing up with my parents for instance but i don't have any excuse to not work out like you you know what i'm saying you even are are noting hey in the middle of a pandemic while grinding on my on my on my twitch channel i'm still doing this how much do you think your non-gaming disciplines and habits have to do with your success in esports and content creation.
3: Yeah, I think so much. Yeah, I think it, it, it's, it, it's massive, like how much that helps me. So like, not, like I can't just sit and stream uh, all day and play Fortnite. I actually feel guilty. I have a horrible guilty for, like a weight on my chest if I haven't trained. And, and like training allows me to kind of be really relaxed, really happy, which is actually important on stream. Like you cannot fake happiness. You know what I mean? Like, you you just cannot fake it on stream. Um, And, and that, and like, it's like training allowed me to be happy on stream. Um, And then I can kind of take that. And now I start streaming my training. um, And it gives me like a well-rounded brand. Like I'm not just a Fortnite player. You know, if Fortnite disappeared tomorrow, I still have, you know, I I would still have a decent viewership on doing whatever I'm doing.
2: You're more motivated to want to do all the other things that you're doing. And when you go out and you're doing these things like you because I went to uni, too, and it's like you don't want to miss, you know, having a good time with your homies or meeting new people going out because there's opportunities in that as well. So it's just like you said, finding a good balance, but also, you know, having purpose and being motivated to, you know, do one thing and then getting benefits from another thing out of that. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah, and about the the health side of it, and like you know how much you know, I really don't think that you you can be massively successful if you stay up till five in the morning smashing Red Bulls, and I, and I think that a lot of people in this community, um, you know maybe you know maybe if pro players okay fine you know they play Fortnite all day and that is that is a thing. But if you want to make it in streaming, you know you have to be high energy, you have to do stuff outside of streaming hours. And if you just, you know, on the worst sleep schedule in the world, like, I mean, for me personally, if I don't sleep well, I don't work as hard. I'm not as motivated. I can't put as much effort into my streams. I want to end my streams earlier. So like, I'm in bed about half nine every day. Do you know what I mean? Like half nine, 10 wow. o'clock. I'm like, right, let's get into bed. And
0: That's, like, I yeah. Goodness, right no, in. I was just going to say that I- I'm literally the same way. Like, if I... So especially when I was doing full time streaming, like if I needed more sleep, like I had like I'd like I got to get more sleep or I'm going to like literally create like a trash product. Like this is not going to be a fun stream. I'm going to be grumpy or you know what I mean? It's not going to work out. I'm not going to play well. Um, that is that is totally underrated. That's like something that's so underrated. And that's one of the reasons why I know how important a schedule is, but I almost never guarantee the schedule is I was like, guys, I'm going to go live when I go live. But trust me, when I'm live, I'm going to be ready right? Like mentally mm, yeah. ready, like I'm going to be there. And even, you know, we all have those days where you you just don't want to press that live button. You're like, bro, like, oh man, all right. But you got to psych yeah. yourself up. Like, nah, we're going to grind this out. We're going to get, you know, people are going to tune in. It's going to be a good day. We're going to get some subs, right? Some donations, like whatever, boom, you're going to have a good time and you make the best of it. Um, And I yeah. think, and I feel like, like the audience doesn't realize how important that is. Like just having those regulars that just show up for you, like, that's honestly, I'd say the motivation right there, because like one person could change the momentum of yeah. the chat, and then all of a sudden you're having a good time, yeah and it I know it sounds stupid, but like guys, like a two dollar donation it's not just like here's two dollars it's more like damn, it's reassurance, it makes you yep. feel good, it gets your yeah. adrenaline going from yeah. like a content yeah. perspective, and it could change everything, and people don't really realize that, so like yeah. what like do you find that in your community and that's why I'm asking you or setting this up because like do you have a community that kind of drives you that way like do, do they show up for you and kind of like bring you that motivation
3: yeah absolutely mate, absolutely like one message in chat can change your entire day do you know what i mean like you know it's not that he gives you donate two dollars it's that he could be bothered to, to go here's you know like to actually put the thing in and put his paper in and go here's two dollars mate like and and people say nice things and it's just lovely and it gives me motivation to go live and work out it gives, you, it gives me motivation to try and do better in the tournaments because they love watching it and it gives me motivation to also just do new things like you know people ask a lot Arch when are you next going on holiday to stream when are you next doing this when are you next doing this and 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 yeah like not you know a good 50% of it is like you know motivation from my chat you know they're they're fantastic people who watch me on a daily basis and they're so encouraging and I am really exactly the same as all of them do you know what I mean and it's like well you know they give me advice as well and like and I try and like I try and tell them all to like tell me it's straight you know don't bollocks me don't be nice like um if you know tell me exactly like if i'm not working hard or if i'm not grinding i have people in chat having a go at me do you know what i mean like you know why are you not grinding why are you not playing this why are you not doing that come on arch um so they they, they do keep me in check probably more than they they think
0: well that's that's really good um well, listen, Arch. It has been, dude. It's been a fun conversation. It's your first podcast, man. Hot, like, how yeah, you mate. feeling as we start to like kind of wrap it up? Is it what you expected?
3: Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I love it. Yeah, I love speaking about how how I got here, and, and yeah, I love it, mate. It's fantastic.
0: Well, listen. I think what you provided today for the community, for your own fan base, and like everyone tuned in was nothing short of exceptional. Like, there was a lot of value that I'm sure people listening back are gonna. um just want to give a re-listen to. So for anyone that is inside the chat, guys, we will be uploading this onto YouTube in video form. But but more importantly, we're going to be posting this on our Fortnite podcast uh, chain, where you guys can listen to the whole entire audio quality as well if you guys want to do that. Um, the Twitter is at Fortnite Podcast to so check that out. Um, Archie, anything else you want to get off your chest or talk about or just anything before we start to wrap it up, brother?
3: Uh, Well, no, I just want to say thank you for inviting me on, mate, and being the first person on here, mate. Like, yeah. it's, it's mad that you, like, actually want to, I mean, I don't know if you actually want to hear what I have to say, but, <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> but, um, like you know, it's mad that people actually want to hear what I have to say, and it's nice to be able to kind of be in this position, because I probably am answering questions that I asked myself a year ago, do you know what I mean? So if you're in that position, right. if you've got 30 viewers, you know, get to bed on time, make some content on TikTok and stream consistently. Be funny, change it up. That's pretty much it. You know, I mean, that's 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 my advice to everyone. So yeah, but thank you so much.
0: It's perfectly said and honestly well executed. Um, let the people at home know where they can find you, man. Obviously, you mentioned in TikTok and all that good stuff. Like, what's your Twitter handle? What's your Twitch handle? Lay it out. Let them know. Yeah, yeah, okay.
3: Um, pretty simple. Twitch.tv slash Archie, mate. You can find me there. You find all my socials there. But I stream every single day from about midday or two o'clock ish.
0: Depends what I'm doing. If I'm in the gym and that. And you can follow me there if you're interested, boys. Super, super. Um DJ, my boy, let the people at home know uh, where they can find you throughout the week. Yo, DJR Love
2: here signing
0: off. You can find me just at DJR Love. Type that
2: in all one word. You already know it's about spreading that love. Archie, I really appreciate you. I am a newer a newer fan of of you as of I don't know, it's probably been about five five or six months now. So um yeah, man, just to see you grow and be able to connect the dots and make this uh, podcast happen and you being the first guest, uh, I'm going to hold that for a long time, and I really appreciate that, and I know there's a lot of value people are going to get out of this, so um can't thank you enough, bro. Thank you.
0: Uh, and, and then, of course, John, my boy, let the people at home know where they can find you. Shout out to John, guys, pressing all the buttons, making sure the stream's working, all that good stuff.
1: Uh, John, go ahead. Yeah, John W. Key Rush on twitter that's the main place that's the main move working with monster and practice server building my commentating and casting career that's that's the vibes and so i'll 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 kick it over and i'll always throw my support to the twitch streamer legends like archie uh those who are grinding that i love to be uh a wind in the sails and have your back my guy this is a very 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 good conversation yeah, definitely. Um, another thank you to Archie. And as
0: always, guys, you can send all your complaints to me at the 49 Podcast at gmail.com. We'll get through them. Um, thank you to everyone that tuned in today in the live. Uh, and this was just again the beginning of our features here on the podcast. Archie, you were an awesome, awesome person to interview just to get to hear your story, where you come from, but most importantly, how knowledgeable you are, how much you've managed to learn and pick up in the space and continue to apply it. So, just want to, again, leave you with words of encouragement. Continue to do just that. Keep grinding it. You're definitely on the right track. Um, that's super sick. Guys, at Monster face, I'm too out of here. Y'all already know where to catch me. Um, FNCS is around the corner. Hopefully, we'll be up there casting on the mic as usual. Uh, we'll continue to drop dope episodes, push the podcast, make content. Because like Archie said, it's all about consistency. And one thing that we are is consistent. We do yeah. everything. So check me out at Monster face, see what I'm up to. There's always something new on there. Um, And until next time, don't forget to dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales. Peace, y'all.